Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May. Hello, welcome to the Independent Music Podcast. We woke you up with the sounds of Ratos de Parao. The track is called Mora. It's taken from their record that is released on Nada Dada Discos. It is called Crucificados Pelo Sistema. Yeah, no surprise that that song finished after one minute. I was just like, I think this is going to be a short one. Uh, yeah, finished after one minute, but it also felt and like a lot of songs in that ilk. It sort of seems quite developed and there's lots I of different felt bits. felt like but... a very long time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's actually it's coming out on the twenty first of December via Nadadana Discos out of Brazil. It's actually a record that's from nineteen eighty four. It's long since out of print. Very hard to get a hold of. Being reissued now, and we don't really play reissues very much. But I thought I heard that the other day, and I was just like, "Yep, I don't think many of our listeners will have heard it. It's coming out later this year. Let's get it on the pod." Yeah, why not? And I know Nada Nada Discos as the home of Rector. The fantastic Fala Kamun, we played him on the pod before. Yeah, which is why there will be on my long list of things I follow and check up on on Bandcamp, uh, a list that is stretching to well over 2,000 now, which is brutal for my inbox. When we were at End of the Road, it was Bandcamp Friday, and they absolutely destroyed my battery. It's the only thing I could get internet for. It's probably why no one on the site could get internet. That's really funny. I was going to say, because I didn't get a single email all weekend. Was it only because of Bandcamp fee-free day just beaming directly into your inbox? <laughs> yeah, I think that's exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, first track from me is from uh, an American electronic artist called Hyacinth. I got this from Hard Return Records that we've been uh, playing Certainly not remotely all of their stuff, but, you know, it must have played three or four times on the pod in the last year or two. Excellent record label. And Hard Return is uh, tends to be a sort of a pretty heavy label, sort of, a, sort of, sort of uh, electronic beats. But this is definitely a bit more of an ambient thing for them, and I think it's absolutely beautiful. This is Hyacinth, Our Secrets, A Tunnel to a Dream World Where You Control Events.
I think there might have been some sort of radio edit there because that sort of faded out while it was uh, still felt like it had well had the legs to carry on. That is Hyacinth, Our Secrets, A Tunnel to a Dream World Where You Control Events. Sort of preposterously titled, but absolutely beautiful song. Like a huge fan. It's like a sort of tape loop. I'll just have to tell you, I've looked online, but Hyacinth, as you can imagine, is not an easy name to Google. And I've tried even with the full name of the song <laughs> comes up with literal nothing because this is from a private soundcloud so but it says here taking cues from the alchemist and jeffrey Cantu ledesma hyacinth crafted these four pieces to be played late at night while walking underneath the stars two tape loops set against reflections of themselves with daytime loops alternately layered and manipulated to form late night versions on the flip side intended as an accompaniment to hyacinth's 3 a.m smokes <laughs> so yeah cracking i think it it sounds like because it sort of didn't have much of an intro it sounds like it's probably like an edit from a longer piece is what i'm going with like it might just be a whole side of a tape yeah 100 percent, i think and i said at the start that we played hard return on the label before i think we actually haven't i'm sorry i must be getting confused there maybe from hard fist one of gareth's favorites but we did play q n d f k on the pod some months ago who also have a new release uh, coming on the same label so i think that's what i might have gone but we played their release on fallen moon records uh, last year any excuse to reference hard fist <laughs> yeah just any excuse just to say hard fist exactly absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> i started the pod with a one minute 14 second track i'm going to now follow it up with a just over two minute long track in fact Gareth i think wants to be in and out well no i think i'm going to layer my tracks in uh, length order so starting with the shortest end with the longest is how i'm going to do it as good idea as any uh, well well i was going to play something else but it was a bit too similar to what you just played i think um so i'm going to play this one from blue lick blue lick are a duo from chicago the first of two tracks from chicago i have this week this is released on another chicago label american dreams album is called Hold On, Hold Fast, and yeah, this track is called Two. Regular listeners probably know exactly why I like that music. It's sort of library, synth, drone, repetitive. It's got all the hallmarks of something that I really, really love. Uh, the band is called Blue Lick, and the track is called Two. It's taken from their record Hold On, Hold Fast, released on American Dreams. Well, I've never heard of American Dreams, uh, to my memory. Have you played them before? No, I hadn't heard of them either at all. In fact, I'm trying to think even how I came across this. I'm not entirely sure. It just came out last week. 
And yeah, the duo Haverdean Stone and Ben Billington, she's had a couple of releases. Also on American Dream, she had one this year called Hyena. She also had a record called My Body Compelled on Emmanuel Vincent Presents. But no, the label's from Chicago, as I say. It's uh, been around since 2019, has a whole load of releases in the couple of years it's been around. But yeah, I wasn't aware of them before, not aware of any of the bands on the label. It's, yeah, completely new to me. Wicked. Well, just yesterday we had the absolutely glorious news of a new album by one of the UK's finest rock bands, Nod. I still associate them as a Manchester band, but their members are sort of scattered far and wide now with uh, Paddy living in Ireland on a farm in the countryside growing vegetables. They're released on Rocket Recordings now for a long while, and this album is no different. The album is called Le Mort du Sens. If you haven't come across Nod before, and I imagine a lot of our listeners do know them. They are a band very varied, but definitely edging towards the heavy noise rock style, but they've been known to do techno, drone, and sort of all steps between then. They are a ferocious live band, a, a normal life, a heavy touring DIY outfit. And yeah, we are big fans of them on the podcast. And one. Yeah, if people ask me who my favourite band is, the answer I usually go with is Nod. Nice. I don't think I have a favourite band per se, but if I did, it would probably be the one I would go to. Nice. And uh, incredible headliners at Raw Power in 2019. Brilliant, brilliant band. So, enough hyperbole about Nod. This is their latest single, and it's called Pink Champagne Blues. <laughs>
four minutes passed in a flash. Ah, absolutely glorious. When are they uh, playing? <laughs> when are they playing again? That remind me of this. Uh, they are playing in London on, let me just quickly pull up my dates. I believe it's the 12th of November. I've got a lot of shows. Yes, it is the 12th of November. I'm surprised it's and... not seared into your brain every show date. <laughs> Yeah, well, at uh, Studio 9294 with Bismuth, wonderful doom metal band, and Phil Langero droning uh, banjo weirdness that we actually played his album on the podcast three months ago, six months ago, like that. So uh, he's he's doing the whole tour with Nod, and uh, hopefully if you're not a London-based listener, they are coming to a town near you. As I mentioned, the album's called La Morte du Sens, and it's coming out on Rocket Recordings. The track that we just played is Pink Champagne Blues. Nod, nod, make things right. Yeah, it's not a surprise that I bought this as soon as I heard it and sort of dug into the new track. And the thing that made me giggle was on YouTube, so where the video is, it describes the track as, quote, Melvin's in hell, which I thought was <laughs> a very apt description of the track. Yeah, that works for me. Exactly. Nod, uh, you know, aren't rewriting the sort of musical landscape stylistically with this sort of album, but like uh, some other of our favourite bands, I feel that they just do it better. Yeah, I mean, I think also we disagree with any charge that they're not making new, experimental, interesting music that does push things forwards a bit. Like, you know, you look at their collaborations, Yao Pao Felipe, Anthony oh, Child. You know. not 100% have pushed the boundaries of music in a thing, 100%. Just not, not so much like with that sort of track. Uh, I, I got you. Uh, but yeah, I mean... It all went right for me with Nod with a just say no to the psycho right wing capitalist fascist industrial death machine, which I can't believe I remembered. It came out in 2017, was and is one of my top albums, one I listen to very regularly as well. Whether I'm in a good mood or a bad mood, it seems to have a perfect track for it. Nice. Yeah, I'm not even sure what was the first one that I heard. Probably maybe Shorterland. I think. Yeah, I think that was the first record I heard of theirs. Uh, but yeah, the one that sort of because uh, that just say no. Did it came, for you. Yeah, well, it came around that same time that they headlined Raw Power, that you, which you referenced before you played the track. I think it came out the same sort of time. Yeah, or maybe it didn't. Maybe no, no, it's much before. Just say no came out in 2017, and their Raw Power headline was 2019. All oh, right, okay. They did play Raw Power in that sort of year as well, though, on the Friday. Ah, uh, yes, that's what I'm thinking of because I'm sure I played them. And were Hey Colossus playing on that same night? It was Gallon Drunk, Nod, and Luminous Bodies. Yeah. Good stuff. But yeah, <laughs> enough about Nod. I'm going to play some music from Nigeria now. This is from Ibukun Sunday. It's their first record. It's called The Last Wave. It's out on the 22nd of November through Favourites of Oz, Phantom Limb. Nigerian electronic musician and violinist. They appeared on the fantastic compilation we played last year called Alternate African Reality Electronic, Electroacoustic and Experimental Music from Africa and the Diaspora, uh, which Surf released. Surf out of Indonesia also included Hibotep, Yao, Bobby, Simon, Grab, Yako, Maron, Kimru and loads more that we've played on the pod. This record is, I haven't heard the whole record, I've only heard this track that I'm going to play. It's the first track and it's super intriguing. A lot of melding together of field recordings, uh, modern classical, ambient music, West African sounds as well. It's cracking. Ibuk on Sunday, the track is called Burn It All Down.
hopefully you get what I meant by intriguing intro. It's opening track from the record. It's uh, by uh, Ibukun Sunday. Burn It All Down is the track. It's taken from his record, The Last Wave Out, 22nd of October. And yeah, just a really intriguing... <laughs> I can't get over saying intriguing. Uh, it doesn't sound like a song called Burn It All Down. It certainly doesn't. I think that might be part of the sort of the abstract nature of it and how like the, the intro is... I just want to say intriguing again, don't I? It's, uh, <laughs> no, yeah. no more of that, Gary. <laughs> I know, it's incredible. But no, really love that track. Really excited about the record. Phantom Limb is a record label that, you know, always never fails to surprise is how I would describe them. Always very varied, good people listen, putting out fantastic music. And yeah, Ibukun Sunday, he's from uh, Lagos in Nigeria. Like I said, a violinist melding together sort of you know, Western African influences in with electronics and modern classical and field recordings. and Maybe place it beside Joseph Camerino, CMRU, you know, out of Kenya. Slightly similar, similar music, maybe. Yeah, you know, sort of like Tim Hecker, sort of where I was sort of going, or William Brzezinski, sort of some of that sort of stuff. But yeah, absolutely cracking, just great music out of a lot of countries in Africa at the moment. And yeah, that compilation on Surf that came out last year, Alternate African Reality, is a absolutely phenomenal compilation and one that all listeners to this podcast, if you know regular listeners, will definitely find a lot to love in there and i think it's like 40 tracks or something like that it's an absolute monster great i want to play you uh wow is that just realized that we've actually got two tracks from domino or domino associated acts this week which is uh you know i'm sure domino will be having an office party to celebrate knowing what a huge difference the independent music podcast will make to their uh world dominating indie label hey we got a letter this week from a warp record signed artist talking about how many people had got in touch following the play on this podcast Exactly. So we were we were both extremely chuffed <laughs> to read that. I want to play you a track from Terza. Terza's been around for a few years now. She's a London-based electronic artist, uh, sort of down-tempo, left-field electronica with with a strong poppy hooky edge. I would say she's worked with Kobe Say, I believe, on in her band, and I think on some production as well on some of her previous records. And he's a collaborator on this song, also featuring uh, on vocals. Her last record was 2018. I believe she had time off to have some kids and she's come back with just this absolutely really strong pop song, but while also really interesting, beautiful production. And I think this ticks all the boxes for just something that is sort of accessible, but while also being brilliant. This is um, Hive Mind featuring Kobe Say by Terza from her new record on Domino, which is called Color Grade. But do we? But do 
go that is terza's new track hive mind featuring kobe say from the album color grade coming out on domino uh, what do you think of that really enjoyed it really enjoyed it yeah definitely a little more poppy than we often play on the pod but actually maybe not maybe it's not but it's certainly got a i don't know what it is about it that sort of makes it a little bit more but super interesting underneath it really got under my skin that song so the closest sort of musical point that i can think of is actually dean blunt uh, yeah. where his track is definitely there's some pop aspect there while also doing some really weird shit too uh, yeah that I, I as soon as you said dean blunt it was like yeah that's the obvious one right that's definitely the sort of the same realm sort of the thing that's sort of the the bridge between the pop world and maybe what we tend to play on the pod but a really great record domino parts some wonderful stuff we've obviously been fans of kobe's for a long while now and so yes ever since his ad 93 then known as whitey's release it's uh, yeah, yeah good exactly. a long while ago. Yes, I, I checked out some of Terza's previous stuff over the years, definitely the 2018 album and perhaps some stuff before because she was getting a bit of hype. And I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like, oh, wow, you know, I definitely want to play that on the pod. But then when I heard that one, I was just like, holy shit, like this is a tune. That yeah, nom, nom, nom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nom, 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 I won that. Yeah, it's a, yeah, really, a really great record. And yes, more Domino. Well, what's, what's great about Domino I mean, I've loved Domino for a long, long time. They are a label that is extraordinarily varied and is sort of driven by the passion of its owner and founder, really, and like, the music that he likes. But you will see this in two, three tracks time, just how different the records can be that they put out. Exactly. Just because you've made uh, millions and millions of pounds releasing Arctic Monkeys doesn't mean you don't still have the time to uh, release some, some stuff that's yeah. probably not going to sell too many copies. Yeah, and Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. So the other obviously massive band that they had on, on that label. I'm going to play some music that it's from a record that we've actually already played a track from. Anthony played a track a couple of months back from the Jana Rush record on planet mew and this being the podcast we keep forgetting what the other ones played and i'd completely forgotten that we'd played a track from this but i've been really getting into this album a lot this week the album is called uh, painful enlightenment and it's quite a hard record to pick a single track from because it is a bit of a emotional roller coaster uh, i would call this uh, record and the best track on it I think is the last one and the reason why is because it sort of ties it all together pretty neatly sort of gives you a synopsis almost of the record as a whole and it's cracking it's not a banging footwork record which you'd probably expect but uh, it's considered it's deliberate it is really exceptional uh, this is Jana Rush and the track is called Just a Taste
crash ending for the end of the record there uh, but no it's just a sublime record it is jana rush the track is called just a taste it features dj paypal it's from the record painful enlightenment out now on planet mew yeah it's just wonderful her description uh, so one thing that she sort of declared was quote this album is not a footwork album it's more like dark experimental listening music an opportunity to be myself without judgment and the record demands to be listened to in full like i said before it isn't really one you can just handpick a track and give you the full taste of the record you know it starts with a record that is essentially a a down tempo sax led track that is very mournful as well it's the whole album is a roller coaster it's wonderful yeah, I listened to, I think, two tracks when I played the one on the podcast six, eight weeks ago. But uh, that, that was it. That's all I heard. So I hadn't heard that track before. And that's, uh, yeah, that's great. And we, DJ PayPal came to play Meloish uh, one year. And while I wasn't on uh, Artist Hazel or anything like that, I heard rumours that they were a massive party, just wanted to go, go, go all the time. So it looks like uh, PayPal might have uh, chilled out a bit. Yeah, I'm trying to remember DJ PayPal at Meloish. I can't remember. I was always in a great mood. Played on the, the sort of smaller of the two main stages. Yeah, I'm sure I was having a lovely time. Either way, as I, I yeah, never fail to have a wonderful time at Millioish. And yeah, really great. So I don't think I need to talk too much more about Jana Rush and her history. I now recall Anthony going, you going into some detail on that last time we played it. Suffice to say, she's great. She's been around for a long, long time. Sort of started as a, essentially a child prodigy DJing footwork in Chicago. And yeah, it's sort of developing and maturing fabulously. Great. I want to play you a track that uh, from an album that's been sort of hovering around my playing for, for weeks now. It is by Minnesota band Low. You might know them, one of the 
I don't think it's an exaggeration to say this, sort of one of the great sort of bands of the last 20 or 30 years, releasing album after album of fantastic, dark, it's their sound raging between folk and country to to dirgy, heavy rock and all the spaces in between. They're released on Sub Pop. The new record is called Hey What? And I'd say it's definitely a grower. Like, I listened to a few tracks when it came out. I was like, oh, wicked, new low album. I'll play that on the pod. And then I was like, mm, maybe, you know, I think I'm going to play something else. And then, you know, loads and loads of people I saw online being like, love the new low album, love the new low album. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll revisit that. Mm, okay, sounds quite good. And then I revisited it again in the run-up to this one. And I was like, yep, it's another absolutely brilliant low album. And it's also easy to take bands for granted who have been around for years and released tons of great records. But, you know, loads of our listeners might not might not know low, or if they do, might not have heard it. And I think that it is... Uh, it is God's work to play this for your ears. Great. So, I mean, I haven't heard this, so not, <laughs> I try to avoid online conversation as much as possible. So I've had no one tell me how great it is until right this second. So I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Well, here we go. This is uh, the track White Horses from the low album Hey What.
crash ending in a, an episode of Crash Endings. <laughs> I think uh, that song is uh, absolute pure magic. It's by far and away the best low song I've heard for ever, possibly. I can't recall a better one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what a song, right? <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah, I, I have no words to describe quite how good White Horses by Lowe is. It makes me want to immediately buy the whole album and put it on and listen to absolutely nothing else. Yeah, I know that feeling very well. I have it too. It, yeah, I mean, Lowe being around for many, many years. 1993. Yeah, I was going to I have their Wikipedia in front of me. Yeah, I was going to say 20 years, but it's actually closer to 30, isn't it? And they, uh, yeah, I've seen them live quite a lot but for a band I don't really know that well. And yeah, that was just truly exceptional. Exactly. That is their seventh record that they've released on Sub Pop, following uh, some on Cranky and then on Self Released or small indie label that I'm not familiar with, Vernon Yard Records. Lowe are basically a duo of uh, Alan Sparhawk and Mimi Parker, who are husband and wife with other members sort of in the band when they play live, but they are the, the low core. And, um, can't wax lyrical too much more about quite how good that is, but it's yeah, incredible stuff. Makes you want to see them live again for the first time in I don't know. I saw them end of the road festival a couple of times. Yeah, that's um, the last but, time I saw them. Yeah, was there. I think me too. So yeah, so but that must have been what end of the road has been going. What sixteen years now? They've had fifteen of them. Two thousand eight is uh, they, they definitely played end of the road. Might have played since then. Yes, yeah, so that's what the as I say it was one of the first ones. So that's what thirteen years ago. Absolutely great. Speaking of end of the road, I help publish the end of the road program and i learned about this collaboration through the interview in that program with richard dawson uh, talking about working with circle a favorite of ours certainly a favorite of anthony's uh, finnish metal sort of fun metal <laughs> that's an awful description you probably have a better one anthony but um yeah they are just don't, don't take themselves too seriously despite circle being exceptional. Been many bands in many different years Right now, you'll catch them uh, wearing a spandex. sort of a spandex and leather and playing a sort of preposterous, krautrocky glam metal. But uh, they have done all sorts of things over the years, including giving up their band name, trading it with another band, calling themselves Falcon for a bit, starting a new band, and then just going. Just anyway, they are. They've been around for years. They are funny gentlemen, core of the Finnish underground, and they're top dudes. Yeah. So top dudes collaborating with richard dawson another guy who makes astounding music that another guy who was astounding at end of the road festival <laughs> yeah exactly right and doesn't i don't think he takes himself too seriously but the, the music is phenomenal this is the first taste of their collaboration out on uh, weird world recordings which is a sub-label of domino this is six and a half minutes it's cracking it's richard dawson and circle this is called lily
there you go. As preposterous as you would hope <laughs> and wish for, I would say, Richard Dawson and Circle. The track is called Lily. It's taken from their record called Henke, which is coming out on the 26th of November via Weird World Recordings. Yeah, when I first booked Circle in London, which was 2015, uh, Richard came down to Raw Power for it. And um, I kind of vaguely knew his music and stuff at the time. And so I heard that Circle was his, was his favourite band in the entire world. And that's why he was coming down for it. So I'm Co- extremely Co- delighted for Richard that his record has come around. Yeah, coming down from Newcastle, no less, as well. It's, uh, it's, not, <laughs> exactly. a, it's not a short trip. No small commitment there. You've got to really mean that. And he certainly did. Yeah, love Circle, love Richard Dawson. And that video features um, Steve Davis, uh, you know, wonderful musician and part-time snooker player, uh, <laughs> uh, beating Richard at snooker over over and over again while Richard is looking miserable. It's quite a funny video. Yeah, so yeah, really looking forward to the rest of it. The lyrics are talking about uh, the ghostly visions experienced by Richard Dawson's mum when she worked as a nurse in Newcastle's Royal Victoria Infirmary. Um, I'm going to make a guess or make a bet that that is all true based on end of the road him sort of talking at length about how many people were asking him about jogging and where to donate after he used the song jogging to talk about running the london marathon and raising money for uh, the british red cross which was a lie turns out it's just a song it's just a song richard dawson doesn't richard dawson does not like jogging yeah he's exactly. very specific that song it, it is very specific but a lie and now i can't trust anything he does or says <laughs> Better doesn't stop uh, that song being an incredible track in a long list of incredible tracks. It was my favourite set for Men of the Road in a weekend where I saw a half a dozen absolutely A-grade, brilliant uh, live performances. Yeah, it was definitely up there. It was definitely up there. I'm not sure what my... Uh, I mean, uh, actually... <laughs> Giant Swan was definitely my favourite. I, I see you're laughing because... Uh, I, I thought you were going to say Damon Albert. Yeah, well, I mean... There's music and then there's Damon Albarn. We had a running joke at the festival, dear listeners, after Gareth came back uh, from watching Damon Albarn, which I didn't want to go and see. I went and watched Trash Kit with uh, Matt Cargill of Sign the Family Joan. And uh, Gareth came back saying how brilliant it was. And I was like, we absolutely cannot tell anyone on the podcast. Elsewise, you know, our listeners are going to be plummeting. You know, suddenly all the patrons are fleeing en masse. No, it was, it was just quite <laughs> funny because Auntie was vehemently against Damon <laughs> Albarn's pretty much existence, which is a position I can uh, concur yeah, with. Normally, I don't feel that strongly about it, really, but I kind of, everyone was very enthusiastic about Albarn, and it kind of uh, got me sort of humorously riled up. I think how I described my enthusiasm was it's going to be the most boring thing I've ever seen, and it wasn't quite that bad. It was pretty poor, but thought it would be funny that, because everyone thought the same, really, but then sort of thought it would be funny. That's not to... what Gareth told me all weekend. No, it, he's, it... he's, 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 he's backtracking yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you are right. Like Damon Albarn is without doubt the finest musician and man, I would say, and person and human, in fact, to ever graces with his existence on that note thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast at the end of last week's we said if you wanted to do us a favor and spread the word of the podcast to one friend that would really really help us so if you did that thank you so much if you didn't well we're still here we're still carrying on with the podcast episode 341 and still always looking to spread the gospel to new ears if you want to support us financially we have the patreon patreon forward slash independent music podcast and the oft talked about and little delivered life podcast will be coming but i'm not going to talk about it again and uh, that's about all i want to leave you with an artist called vanishing he's associated with the nod crew just sort of part of the islington mill associated groups of um, miscreants and weirdos in manchester who've been making uh, out their music for the last some years he sent me this uh, record along it is excellent drony dirgy goodness Vanishing is the name of the artist. The track is called 55N5E. So that's the latitude and longitude, I guess. And it's on Outer Reaches Records, outerreaches.bandcamp.com. And we'll be with you next week. Bye.